pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. It is Tuesday. Is it, it is April 5th. And, folks, make it a great day. Stop by and see my friends at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They do such a fantastic job. You're going to love it. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Delicious calzones, fresh sausage and pepper. Everything is fresh. The most delicious cupcakes, those chocolate frosted donuts, and also free coffee for police and military. Make it a great day. Stop by. They're open 7 to 2, Tuesday through Saturday. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Well, folks, it is the John DePietro Show. I am back from a big trip. My goodness, four weeks, a month, the border. Today is uh, day 41 for the war. You think about that. That means we got on the ground basically 11 days after, or right around there, after everything started. And obviously, folks, um, when you... When you um, really immerse yourself in a story like that, you you just, you know, it's incredible how much you, you learn because you're on the ground, you're talking to people, you're right there at the focus of it. It's kind of like I've, I've heard of people, and, I, and by the way, I fully understand it, people that um, want to learn a foreign language, many students, if they go to the country where they're trying to learn the language, that during the course of, um, I had a friend of mine who won, he went to Spain, uh, I think for the summer. Or for two months and then you know was speaking spanish every day and and came back and uh, was actually pretty fluent in spanish so it's the same type of thing that when you fully immerse yourself in a story and you're on the scene and talking to different people you you know it, it makes an impact but you really come away it's incredible how much i i stay day to day with the story and the latest now with the situation of ukraine and i will be posting more updates on the website to petro.com folks check it out d-e-p-e-t-r-o.com and again, petro.com which is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. Stop in and see them. Discover the brood difference. I'll tell you, if they ever wanted to, they could make a killing overseas. But um, discover two locations in Johnston and then also location Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, also Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Well, obviously, folks, the, um, the story just remains, and especially the disturbing images that are coming out of this. It's... Um, there's different things and images that always kind of grab your attention. One is if you've seen that Ukrainian mothers are writing on, on, in magic marker the backs of their, their young children, who they are, contact information, in, in the event that they are killed, that then at least the body could be returned to the family. This is the level it is at. This is, um, and I, I also, before I, I want to play some sound. Um, the Biden administration obviously has mishandled everything. Now, as I've told you, this begins and ends with Putin. He is the one responsible, 100%. But the Biden administration, there have been so many mistakes along the way, and it, it kind of fits the pattern. I mean, listen, the, the economy is, is way off. Gas prices are ridiculous. Inflation is terrible. Uh, he doesn't have con handle and control of what's really going on in the country. It first really got exposed with the pullout of Afghanistan, and then it's just been, you know, just a complete collapse. And and it just continues from that. And now, you know, here we are in April, and uh, and I know that some members of the Democrat Party are complaining that he's spending too much time in Ukraine, as opposed to what? What else, you know, do you focus on? But where they also really made an error. And, and I want to give credit to, in the past, President Trump sometimes when he would be asked— by reporters, are you going to do this, are you going to do that? He'd be like, listen, I'm not going to telegraph to the enemy what exactly we're going to do. And, and President Biden, by by putting out there, these are our red lines. And he was doing it, from what we understand, because of the progressive left that had been so damaging to the country. And they're so damaging to Rhode Island, by the way, even though Governor McKee just caves to them. But, but Biden, you know, no, we're not going to put boots on the ground. Uh, yeah, you know, I guess we'd, we would maybe, if he used nuclear, we'd go in. But now the world is watching all these atrocities that are taking place where they are, there are, I, I can't believe this is happening in 2022, but they are slaughtering people when the Russians have been going in and it's systematic, seemingly organized. It's not like one rogue nut soldier. And they're absolutely, you know, torturing and murdering people. And now as they're pulling out, 
of these cities that they had taken over, they're discovering it. And so I want to play for you. This is, um, and, it, and it's just so disturbing, but it can't be ignored. And of course, the Kremlin and Russia is, oh, that's not us. We didn't do it. They're, listen, they're liars. And anyone that defends them, you're defending a lie. Every time you repeat propaganda, you're, you're, you're giving comfort. You're aiding the enemy. They are the enemy. I don't know how else to explain it. Putin is the enemy. He is a liar. They're murderers. He is a war criminal. It is disgraceful what is going on. But I want to play for you. This is um, a pretty good piece on what's been happening. Outrage over those horrible images out of Buka, Ukraine, sparking more calls for a war crimes investigation and possible trial. And this morning, another image Please is stop captured. stop the tape for a moment. Listen, what, what did we talk? What do you mean? A, there's not going not to be a trial. What are they going to subpoena him? Maybe I'll, well, I will talk to our legal expert, Biden. This should be a trial. What are, What are you talking? It's a war. Their attitude is anything goes in war. A trial. There's not going to be a trial. All right, let me hear this piece. In the full emotion of this scene, the reaction from Ukraine's President Zelensky as he toured that site. We have two reports, including more on the reaction from the White House. But first, NBC's Richard Engel has made his way to Buka, and we do want to warn you, the images you're about to see, oh. see are very disturbing. Wow. Every day they're finding more bodies in Bucha, a suburb of the capital, Kiev, and in the surrounding towns. Russia's withdrawal has revealed what looked more like crime scenes than the aftermath of battle. Ukrainians shot in the head at close range. Bodies bearing signs of torture and rape. Some lined up in basements. In a village near Bucha, where Russian troops also left in retreat, the mayor, her husband, and son were discovered in a shallow grave. President Zelensky toured Bucha yesterday, describing what he saw as a war crime and genocide. He called on the United States and other allies to sanction Russia even harder and send more weapons and aid to Ukraine. President Biden, who said he may impose new sanctions on Russia, called for a war crimes tribunal to hold President Vladimir Putin accountable. But not everyone has seen it, at least not in the same way. Russia's foreign minister claimed Ukrainians staged Bucha, using actors pretending to be dead. Uh. Russian propaganda has risen to new dangerous levels, dehumanizing Ukrainians, calling the Ukrainian government and its supporters anti-Russian Nazis who need to be eliminated. Independent polls suggest Putin's popularity is rising on a wave of nationalism. Russia's offensive around Kyiv has all but collapsed. After taking heavy losses, a senior U.S. defense official says two-thirds of Russian forces around Kyiv have been repositioned, many heading north to Belarus for repairs. But Russia is intensifying its assault in the east and south of Ukraine, launching a new strike on Odessa, stepping up attacks on Kharkiv, and continuing to choke off Mariupol, a city roughly ten times the size of Bucha and where the death toll remains unknown. Accounts of Russian abuses and possible war crimes in the city are widespread. That was Richard Engel reporting. Holy cow. Again, folks, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. But as far as, you know, President Biden charges in, in a trial, what, like what, what, talk about tone deaf. They, they don't care. He's, his popularity, all they're doing is flooding propaganda. And I guarantee you, as you're listening right now, which you are to the John DePietro Show, mark my words, you're going to hear from people and you're going to, they're either going to call the radio shows or they go on social media and it could be some people that you know, it could be people you're related to, it could be people you work with, it could just be people, you're going to see people starting to repeat this business that it's all actors, it's all fake, uh, the media is just trying to convince you of this. Uh, the, the, these people, I, 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 they're, they're re you're repeating Russian propaganda. This isn't just one source. These are world sources all con convening there. But you mark my words. You're going to hear, nope, all fake. Nope, none of it's real. All actors, blah, blah, blah. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Listen, give them a call. Free estimate. Any project, high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. What a difference it'll make when you get your driveway paved. Call them, 
1730. It's letter J, J. Perry Paving. 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, patios, general masonry projects. I'll tell you, folks, I love referring people to letter J, J. Perry Paving, simply because their work is fantastic. And and, and, and you, you can see it, and I've gone and filmed it, and they're also tremendous with veterans. They're a licensed insured contracting company. Uh, no matter how big or small, brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed. J. Perry Paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Call J. Perry Paving right now, wherever you can hear my voice. 401-732-1730. 401-732-1730. It's letter J. J. Perry Paving. All right, let's hear what President Biden, I mean, this, I, where are the military people? This is ridiculous. He he is so not in control of this situation. Let's hear, uh, this is uh, NBC's uh, report on President Biden. Those atrocities in Bucha, President Biden announcing he is ready to seek even harsher sanctions against Russia now. He's also calling for a war crimes trial against Vladimir Putin. NBC's chief White House correspondent, Kristen Welker, picks up that part of the story. Kristen, good morning. Hi, Craig. Good morning to you. President Biden has been under real pressure to do more to help Ukraine from bipartisan lawmakers and President Zelensky himself. Zelensky will address the U.N. Security Council this morning at a session aimed at reviewing allegations. Russians have intentionally targeted civilians. Now, President Biden is vowing more sanctions are coming, as you say, as his top officials warned this conflict could stretch into months. President Biden not mincing words, intensifying his condemnation of Russian President Vladimir Putin, calling for him to be tried for war crimes. He is a war criminal. We have to gather all the detail so this can be an actual have a war crime trial. This guy is brutal. And what's happening in Abuka is outrageous. But the president stopping short of labeling the atrocities a genocide. No, I think it is a war crime. But Ukraine's President Zelensky said Russia's actions do amount to genocide, which the U.S. government defines as an act against members of a national, ethnic, racial, or religious group with intent to destroy in whole or in part. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan pressed on why the president didn't use the word. We have not yet seen a level of systematic uh, deprivation of life uh, of the Ukrainian people to rise to the level of genocide. But again, that's something we will continue to monitor. In the meantime, the White House trying to find ways to punish Russia diplomatically, though many feel much more is needed. The administration asking the U.N. General Assembly to eject Russia from the Human Rights Council this week. That body cannot make legally binding decisions, but it can authorize investigations, all with President Zelensky putting more pressure on the international community, addressing the U.N. Security Council this morning, and President Biden warning more sanctions are coming. Officials say as soon as this week. So far, the U.S. has committed more than $2 billion in military aid to Ukraine. But President Zelensky has said that aid and Western sanctions have not gone far enough. Many Republicans and some Democrats are also demanding a harsher response. These latest revelations must only strengthen and intensify our resolve to get the Ukrainians what they need. We need to put armor into the hands of the Ukrainians. We need to put fighter jets and other military capability into the hands of the Ukrainians. We need to change our aims in this country and in the West to the Ukrainians winning this war. Kristen, in your report there, you, you mentioned the possibility of even more sanctions coming from the Biden administration. What, what exactly is on the table? Well, Craig, look, here's what we know so far. We know the U.S. is coordinating this next round of sanctions with its allies and partners. And National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said on Monday the sanctions would be aimed at targeting elements of the Russian economy that are fueling the war. He specifically said the penalties will hit the industrial base hard. Now, Sullivan acknowledged the sanctions won't work overnight, and they certainly haven't. But he also said the impact would have an impact over time. It's worth noting that Putin so far, Craig, has just been undeterred by Western sanctions. Now, the U.S. is also planning to send additional military equipment to Ukraine, and some lawmakers overnight expressed concerns the military aid the U.S. has sent so far is not getting to 
Ukraine quickly enough. So expect more pressure on that point as well, Craig. Yeah, they are so asleep at the switch behind the eight ball. He doesn't care. Sanctions are not working. Give them the equipment they need to win the war. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. You're listening to The John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11, we go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Joining right now, one of my siblings. She is an independent opinion maker, columnist. It is Donna Perry and uh, DJ. First of all, it feels very great to be back on yeah. the soil of the United yeah. States. That was quite the endeavor, quite a long time. And um, But anyhow... Uh, very interesting, and we'll I'm sure break Fascinating. it down. Fascinating, yeah, it was. Actually. Let me just it say, is. I'm glad you're back as a, as a sister, but um, <laughs> and it is nice to talk to you in the same time zone. Yes, <laughs> JD, oh you're Although amazing. I'm still on that time, as far as Ukraine, is seven know. hours ahead, and I'm still uh-huh. the six hours ahead. But Not anyway, that. let's start off with uh, Jen Saki, that neither one of us, I don't think, feel has been the most effective. Um, best serving person possible for the Biden, Biden White House. Boy, he seems very slow to make any types of changes. But, um, DJ, this, this certainly set off a storm of controversy where not only is she leaving, but going to MSNBC. And I, I think this is a problem for them that she's staying on apparently until May, but is already making her intentions known of where she wants to end up. Yeah, and and I couldn't agree more with the way you've laid all of that out, John. Uh, First of all, I agree the fact that, you know, she to me, she shouldn't be doing one more day at the podium when you're basically about to ink a contract. And we don't know behind the scenes if it's already, you know, in a draft. Um, I do think that they MSNBC is a division of NBC News. Um, So I think that's problematic for for them. Um, but, you know, I also think w- when you look in the uh, the arc of press secretaries to presidents, I know she's made a lot of saying and she has young children and that she had only committed to them like one year because it is a kind of a 24 seven thing. But, J.D., like, look what we're in the middle of. And like, right. I find it peculiar that, number one. Um, she's saying, well, this is where my career is taking me or whatever way, you know, so it's like, okay, but he's like, you know, the Biden White House is clearly, this is not what they expected to be handling. Um, they are in the middle of this far from resolved, very dangerous conflict that, you know, you just reported on for a month uh, tremendously. Um, so I find all of that, like the timing to me is very odd. Um, it, it, you know, whatever is coming down the road for the Biden team, by the way, you know, it could be that, um, you don't know. And she just has decided I'm drawing my line. I'm leaving the administration. And, and I will say this about her and very particularly, John, working for this particular president, if you're the mouthpiece and that is the press secretary, um, I will say not in her defense, he, he, this is a very difficult president, and that's putting it nicely, I mm. would say, to be a spokesperson for, because the level of missteps and misstatements and confusing statements, and we all know it goes on and on, and, and really where they're cleaning up in some very um, troubling and delicate statements. So number one, there's that issue. Um, I will say, then you wonder, well, who's coming up behind her? I'll give her this. I would say, though, she's snarky and she's definitely lying at the podium. But you know what? They're kind of paid to do that, sadly, in that kind of role Mm. sometimes. There's a lot they can't say. So she's good at the spin. Um, I will say this. I think she, all in all, was kind of efficient for them, only in that. I don't know that there's been a major blow up of where the, the press secretary said this and, oh, my gosh, you know. It's like a Twitter nightmare. It's more that he says stuff. Right. <laughs> and then they're mopping it up. So behind the scenes, you know, John, you have to wonder, was she worried about maybe her own integrity? What is mm. coming down the pike with them? Right. Um, I think all of that is fair to speculate about. And then they have this Kate Bedingfield, who's been a communications person. In my humble view, I would not say she looks that strong no. for them. 
you know, and it goes on and on. I don't know, you know, they, they, but of course people have to be in roles because to him it has to be a female or it has to be this or that, as opposed to get someone at that podium um, who can represent them. So I, I just find it, the timing to me is partly what I find, um, you know, very odd in that she's just, dis, you know, and, and I agree with you. Like, so she's going to go from this to go sitting over at MSNBC. And then I think it does raise a lot of questions of credibility for NBC News, frankly. It does. And Donna Perry, just touch on, again, obviously Fox jumped on it, but if I'm, you know, whoever, the New York Times or the Washington Post or whoever, you obviously then, you know, there'd be some kind of she's maybe giving information to NBC or MSNBC sure. and it's supposed to be a level playing field. What 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 are some of the characteristics you, you just so we're clear that that people should know that you feel is is most effective? Because, again, Jen Psaki, to me, has not changed really from from day one. I mean, in, in some ways, it's kind of like who she is, what you see is what you get. I, I'm not I'm just not convinced that that right now is is maybe what they need in the in the Biden White House. She's she's very dry, very at times condescending. Um, you're right about the cleanup, but I, I, just, um, I just wonder if it would serve them better if they had someone who was maybe a little more seasoned, yeah. seasoned gregarious, as yes. opposed to, obviously, you know, you can look, I'm sure she was a fantastic student and very talented and rattled things off, but sometimes the like the book smart isn't necessarily the most charismatic way to go. I agree. Uh, you know, they, they, what they need, and that's a tricky fit. They need someone that can exude a bit of warmth. Um, yes. She definitely seems to be, like I say, I think she's very snarky. Um, she takes it to an art form whenever she's up against Fox news. Yep. I frankly think that's very unprofessional. Um, they are the leading network, they're a hundred million dollar, you know, news gathering operation, number one. And I think they need someone, as you're saying, could be more seasoned. It doesn't matter about age, but I don't think she's the most polished in that way. Um, when you think over the years, there were people who worked for Ronald Reagan and his communication shop was kind of legendary. Um, and they were polished and they, and by the way, something they don't do, which I think is missing it back in the day, like, especially with what we're dealing with now, JD, and you, I think, can recall this. Why not put like, they used to bring Rumsfeld out a lot. Yes. Like you're, you're talking about possibly World War Three. You're talking about this whole thing. And, and Trump, to his credit, would bring on someone from the department. You know what right. I mean? Like, so there's an awful lot of just her. Yeah. And I think that's not been an effective face. The administration this day and age, you're going all over the world instantly. I don't think she just, she, you made a great point. Like, I think she seems the type who was probably an A1. She's a writer. She's yes. pro- I mean, I will give her this. I think she's very articulate in what right. she's saying and what she's not saying. So there's some amount of poise she does bring, I would say, but, um, but that's not enough. And you're dealing with, she, like you say, I think she was like a writer and she probably writes the statements to a certain degree. They have lots of people that have to do that, obviously. They're huge briefing books. Um, but then she's, I, I just think she's not exuding anything that is, um, sometimes you have to give the press a little something. You have to be human. You have to say, we're not afraid to say, yeah, that was like a tough weekend for us. Right. Um, which I think actually can gain you points with the media, by the way. Mm. Um, when I think back years ago, you can gain a little by just being human. Yeah. Like everyone can see when they have these messy things with the president. I'm not saying you put him under the bus, but, you know, it, it's just it, to me, she's never giving that inch um, those are seasoned reporters in that room. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and you have some of these guys, they've been writing a long time for the Washington mm. post. Like, you know, you're not fooling them. No. So I, I would say you're right. Like, but I don't see his administration going to 
let me get the best person up there. No. If it and by no. the way, if it's a fifty-two-year-old man, then it's a fifty-two-year-old so man, yes. white guy who yeah. he—they need a pro at that microphone. So you know, and again, before we take a break, uh, Donna Perry, you, you know, it's kind of what we've we've talked about, which is she's so conscious of you know the pronouns and there's yes. no difference between the United States and France and. United States has one of the best militaries. This, this, it's, I'm sure in the room she has all the proper credentials and, and is yeah. on board with everything. But, but it's so not where our standing is in the world. And, and, and in moments like this, you know, it just comes off. To me, it's just, it's just so dry and so plain Jane. I hate to say that, but just lack of a better expression again i'm sure behind the scenes she is this you know progressive uh very almost like woke whiz whiz kid in some way but not not serving i don't think not at that level not at that i mean i'm not trying to be superficial she she looks like the press secretary maybe to a governor and i mean i'm not trying to be superficial but like you need the top shelf right and they don't have it and or, or they they won't like use there are there are people i may disagree with them a hundred percent but there are uh people in the democratic party and who have served in pr roles they're at they're at firms you know you could crank them out it's an emergency it's the war i mean they you need top talent you need a old pro yes you know and again if it's a guy it's a guy i mean he they need someone who can really do that she was She's not that. And I agree with you. I think it's actually arrogant that she's yeah. standing there at the podium till what? That the next afternoon she's on MSNBC. Right. That, that doesn't no. look good. No, it does not. Folks, quick break. Much more ahead. Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. J. Perry Paving. Folks, you can depend on J. Perry Paving. They provide high quality fair pricing exceptional service over 20 years experience specializing in commercial paving residential paving seal coating patios and much more call them today for a free quote 401-732-1730 j perry paving they are tremendous they also how about this once a month they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran and remember whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed Call J. Perry Paving for a free quote. It makes a huge difference in your property, in your home, in your driveway or patio. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. They're terrific. Hey, get that driveway paved. Call and book an appointment now. 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. We're speaking with Opinion maker, columnist, independent, Donna Perry. DJ, um, the latest now that is coming out, you know, it's interesting. Thursday, I was in Ukraine and you couldn't verify anything, yep. but started to hear whisperings of this business of it was far worse than, than people at first thought. And this business of mass graves and um, what we are, the world is discovering right now. And and it almost seems like it was systematic with the, the Russian military. Th- this is where... No matter how much people are trying to, you know, phrase it or just try to, in some ways, downplay it, this is we are witnessing absolute genocide, atrocities. Um, this is the full Putin. This is war that is happening, and this is the type of stuff that happens when you're dealing with people that just have no regard for human life. Well, and and you know, JD, everything really changed over the weekend yeah. um, with, with the situation. I mean, it really did. Cause the, like you say, I, I think you, we have now entered almost like unknown territory. And I yeah. definitely think these grisly images. Oh, um, I mean, this is beyond, you know, they war game out things and this is beyond the worst case scenario. You have this demoralized Russian forces. They're supposed to be in retreat and it's almost like they're treating these poor Ukrainians who are huddled in basements and yep. hiding for weeks, barely have food, John. And you take an innocent woman, a child, yep. and, and men, they whatever, they chopped off people's limbs. And 
I mean, this is beyond the beyonds. And again, I, I think we've entered this just different feel to this thing. Um, it has so many ramifications. Uh, and by the way, it, I also think this puts massive heightened pressure on NATO, the West, but I'm sorry, this president. And, yes. and John, I'll note, you, you have leading Democrat senators who are speaking out, going on networks, and, and they are saying it is not enough right. for what we're doing. And then no. Biden, to me, with this you know, sort of feeble answer of uh, a, a war crimes trial, uh, J.D., God. there'll be time for that down the road. Right. And, you know, Zelensky is going to get him. But and, and Zelensky, again, he's so on point and he's like, OK, yeah, that we don't have time to talk about a legal proceeding. OK, they're like chopping off limbs of these innocent people like w- th- this now, John, in my view, it, they the White House, the, this timid thing they've had and they try to defend it and say, oh, but we're sending all this equipment. In my view, I don't see how. The U.S. with a minimal force, NATO, they need to go into that country. They do. Yes. I'm sorry. Yeah. They, and, and they could, they then, with the Ukrainians who must be exhausted and they're great fighters, they have to end this. Yeah. I mean, you are talking about genocide. This is going in a new direction, uh, a heightened, horrible direction. And J.D., there is now, in my view, also other things that have broken out about this. The Zelensky and Putin now having any kind of a negotiation discussion, I don't see how that happens. No. How, how no. do you know? I mean, he, he is the butcher. And, yes. and, but Biden has to do more than he, you know, we threw all these, you know, big speech uh, two weeks ago, whatever it was in Poland. Well, now is now. So the U.S. can't just talk about a war crimes trial. Come on. It, like, it'd be like saying you got to the camps during World War II, and you're worrying about Nuremberg, you know, it's going that that will happen down the road. But I think that they, they there's something more dramatic by the involvement of the West will have to go forward. Well, it's also interesting. And again, folks, we're chatting with Donna Perry is, you know, when you think about it, as Putin is sitting back listening to them and and whether it's Jake Sullivan or, or Tony, but whatever, Blinken, they, and they're well, you know, it's got to be the red line. And I suppose if he uses nuclear weapons, then that might be the red line. So you have a, a deranged murderer like Putin saying, oh, OK, then we won't use if your red line is nuclear weapons, then right. we're going to do all these other things. But we won't we won't do it that way. This is this is such reactionary. And it also it's really when you think about it, you know, all this threat of sanctions and all this other foolishness you, you're talking about. You know, 400, 300 people in a mass grave. They're, they're tying people up. They're killing civilians. They're using, you know, yeah. children as as human shields on tanks. Uh, all the, you know, sexual and, and killing people and executing and torturing people. This is preposterous. This, How much longer is this going to go on as they're just allowing the Russians to do this? And then they're trying to argue and debate on whether or not like what's the red line on a nuclear weapon this is ridiculous it it is and and when they talk about moral leadership right uh, which has always been where the buck stops with the u.s president i'm sorry this is the moment um again that you know biden and that white house and and like you say the secretary of state uh, went on news shows over the weekend and he's saying, we can't let this be normalized. That's just like, that's your reaction? Of course not. I mean, this was Blinken. And, and I just think, again, the team is not aggressive. Biden seems, Liz, this is just so not what they wanted and no one wanted this, but this is what is, you know? Right. And, um, and I just... I would, as you say, J.D., there, I don't see how there's a rational discussion that could ever be had with Putin. You know, no, if, if no. it's, you know, so like, but that's what Zelensky is saying. This, guys, you have to put up now. I mean, like, you, you know, it, it's, an, they need everything they need. And I will say again, the pressure is building on Biden because you're seeing Democratic U.S. senators. Yep who are on the intel committees or armed forces committees, they're speaking out. They're saying, okay, this is, this is where we are. And, and whatever playbook you thought you were going to do 
and, you know, diplomacy and sanctions, that's not what we're talking about. Right. So we shall see. I think these are really critical days in this, J.D. Um, and the U.S., uh, unless Biden would like this to go on, John, for the duration of his presidency, because actually right. it could. Yes. And you go back to, you know, that that that, you know, famous gaffe. And now it's which which famous gaffe. But uh, if he does, it'd be a small incursion. Right. You know, right. there'd be more sanctions. And, you know, then walking back that he cannot stay in power. You know, the problem now is they can't unring the bell. All these people have been killed. Very well said. Zelensky has been doing everything he can to try to, we need air support. We need this. And then the United States backed out when we were supposed to exchange with Poland. You know, every time they're so fearful, getting him more engaged. We don't want to do that. We don't want direct confrontation. This started when he said, you know, well, we're certainly not putting American troops on the ground. I, I just think they've been so caught up in trying to lay out won't do as opposed to we are going to, you know, help Ukraine win. That is what has been missing from the equation. Right. And now right. the world is seeing there's no small incursion. There's no negotiating with someone like this. There's there's no end to what he's going to do. And anyone that. You know, that the world is seeing the atrocities that have been taking place and what these Russian soldiers have been doing in these towns. And and there's even a a systematic approach to it. So it wasn't even like just some random platoon that went off. And my God, I I, uh, I, I've yet to see yet where I've said, finally, they're they're taking action. Is it's as if they're just on a time delay here, Dean. And, and J.D., like to our point, the central story of this beyond all now this vicious, this genocide activity has yeah. been the chaotic and poor performance of the Russian military. So yes. in that regard, I find Biden's excuses. It begins to look hollow, John. Yes. What, what, so yeah. you're telling me the U.S. military is going to have any problem with the yeah. Russian demoralized Half of them are deserters. They're running right. away. There's reports that um, Putin, of course, is furious and they won't re-enter the war. They're like trying to get out of the wherever. They're going into the hinterlands and, and things like that. So first of all, you know, we have these ex-generals on television shows every night mm. telling us what a terrible, poorly organized military. Well, you know, in the name of humanity. Then, then what are you doing and, and what do we have, the most expensive military in the world? Right. This is not a moment when Sitting you can't the put them in. Yeah. Because why? Oh, I don't know what Biden, what, what more can you say? It's like triumphal war crimes, triumphal war crimes. Right. And then talking about a trial and, and poor Zelensky, once again, John, it's mm. like the line where I don't need a ride. No. I need ammunition. Right I don't now. I don't need a trial. I don't need lawyers. You know, we we need someone to stop. They're chopping off body parts of these poor people. Uh, and it, and of course, when they find a certain number, you know, the number is higher. Yeah. Um, and, and all that. So I, I just think it, there is no they didn't want to go this route. But anyone mm. can see there has to be some active U.S. U.S. and NATO military. Why not? You're they're right there at the border of Poland. Yes. John, you were there bringing us the reports. They're right in NATO. Why not? At this point, I don't see how Biden can actually uh, not greenlight that. Right. And and before we take a break, as someone said to me over there, it, the Russian soldiers and from the direction of Putin, it's become, well, if we can't beat them, which they had not been beating them, then at least let's scare the hell out of them Ugh. and start to execute and really frighten the people. And and Donna Perry, let's face it. I mean, at any moment, the, the bulletin could come across that, you know, President Zelensky was was killed in a, in a missile right. strike. And oh then what gosh. are they going to do? And well, then where does right. it go? Then, uh, yeah. Folks, quick break. A lot more. Forehead, Donna Perry, right here on the John DePietro Show. Propane Plus. For heating and cooling, call Propane Plus today in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. In Rhode Island, Propane Plus number 401-885-4209. It's the Johnson family. It's Propane Plus, the leading full-service provider of propane, to Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Not only can they install your tank 
and schedule propane deliveries, but they can service your entire heating, cooling system, and install any propane or natural gas appliances. Locations in East Greenwich and also in Rehoboth. Remember, Propane Plus is energy for everyone. It's affordable, sustainable, equitable, good for the environment, and also now it's renewable. Online at propaneplus.com, Propane Plus, heating and cooling. In Massachusetts, call the Rehoboth office, 508 252 3359 and in rhode island 401-885-4209 you can depend on propane plus we're speaking with opinion maker columnist it's donna perry dj uh you called the vice president kamala harris right right out of the box uh even as you said the creation of kamala harris uh it's interesting with with her office it's it's non-stop turnover now there's been even more turnover she's gone silent we haven't really seen her since she, you know, went overseas. Not sure what went wrong on that trip. But and then conversely, there's no turnover with the, the Biden administration. But this is another, you know, I, I, I don't want to give him any credit because there's a difference between someone who's just pure evil and and shrewd the way that that Putin to me is pure, pure evil. But th- this is this is so appalling that president and, and from for the most part now, the office of vice president is in just complete turmoil right now. Right. And and as we're seeing now, when you're losing your deputy chief of staff, that's yep. not a small level staffer. No. Um, that is someone who would have been shaping the direction of what she's doing. You know, pol- not, you know, it is policy. It's it's um, all kinds of things that, you know, what is happening? How is she responding to things? Um, and JD, after a while, there's been so much turnover. I'm sorry, the, the elected person, you do see this with certain political figures. The elected person has to bear a certain, a, a significant amount of responsibility. That's and right. when you have someone at the top um, saying they're leaving, and as we're saying, as, as these are critical months for this administration, that's right. Um, you obviously, the Ukraine war is the central thing that no one knows how this is going to end. They, and she's had, you know, very smaller and kind of uneven performances abroad, but she's also supposed to be in charge of the border. We have all these other issues uh, domestically mm. JD, um, which she seems to want to do anything, but talk about that, you that's know? Right. Um, and then that's popping up because they're dropping the COVID um related you know right. uh, restrictions in title yes. 42 etc so it's going to flood right in now you're going to flood oh, um and and all of that that means and it could be we're going to have people coming in at unprecedented levels um and they there's been all kinds of reports and uh that you know people somehow are put on like you know buses at late at night and they're just sent around to cities texas and other parts of the south so, I, I mean, I just think that um, somehow her management of the staff, and we saw it in the, in the campaign, by the way. We did. So yeah. this is, again, this is not, you know, Republicans beating up on it. I mean, she, the New York Times did the biggest, toughest report on her in the campaign and yeah. when everyone thought she was finished. That's right. Um, and the campaign was falling apart. And, mm. you know, and then they, a lot of it said that her, her sister... And there's this other uh, woman, and they kind of call all the shots, and, uh, and they're not—they're not good to the staff. No. So um, you know, when you have a president who has a lot of challenges, and then you oh. have this very chaotic vice president's office, wow. I think it's—it's—it's. It's, it's, this is like not a good time for the U.S. with this leadership. No. And Donna Perry, finally, now again, you've worked in government, you've worked in media. Uh, this Hunter Biden laptop story, it, as much as we're getting some mea culpas from, you know, the Washington Post and the New York Times, mm. you, you go back to and, and granted, I get it that Rudy Giuliani was the messenger and maybe that wasn't the proper messenger. But the New York Post had it right. And big tech was taking down anything that mentioned that that laptop and, and everyone kind of glossed over it. And and now here it is, you know months years later actually because it was the fall of 2020 now we're into april of 2022 and and apparently it was authentic and a lot of emails are and there is a huge investigation um 
that that you know it not only doesn't help the situation but hunter biden you know the whole business of him and the paintings and everything else he's been involved in that's a this has been a real black eye for the mainstream media well, it, right. And, and uh, you know, we've all can pull up the clips where they said, oh, another, you know, conspiracy theory. And yeah. they're just um, swiping it aside. And that was as things were, you know, bubbling up and it was close to, you know, the final uh, time for the, you know, 2020 election. Um, look, th- this is the black sheep of the family son. Uh, anyone can see that. Um, whatever is the origin of that, but he's had a history of drug problems, no Mm. other discernible experience or accomplishments. And all of this time, JD, we were supposed to believe that someone with his dubious, you know, (laughs) uh, career is suddenly like this international wheeler dealer, (laughs) you know, and he's in corporations and he's on boards and he's influencing them. Look, it, the famous line and the, you know, everything for the big guy, what is the big guy getting out of this? The big guy Mm. was Joe Biden. Of course, he's the figure they wanted. Um, Ironically, he sat on a board of a big energy concern in Ukraine. Um, And I think you're going to also see, you know, one thing about these national papers in the media, Washington post and New York times. I mean, I think that comes, they can only go so far to ignore it. And I would also keep an eye on this uh, very low profile brother, Jim Biden, who Mm. I believe lives in Florida. I do remember there was very spotty coverage in the course of the campaign. His name had popped up a couple of times in relation to some of this. And then all of that went away. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of indications that within the family, and I believe it's the sister has always been the fundraiser, uh, really the financial director of his campaign. So, you Mm. know, they kept the money for his campaigns, and that means his war chest. That was all kept within the family, meaning they didn't want outsiders involved with that, and that's not that unusual. But I think this is going to be very difficult of of what what is at the bottom of this. Right. Um, But it, but as you say, but will a lot of the media, they've been so hesitant to mm. touch the story. Um, yeah. And at this point, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think the father's up to it, but under normal circumstances, <laughs> right. some explanation is needed as to what exactly was going on. The money that was transpired. There's a lot floating out there. And, and if it's not true, then it needs to be addressed. If it is true, it sounds like there could be an indictment coming, but None of this is good against the backdrop of what's what's happening in our part of the world. Folks, Not again, she is uh, independent <laughs> columnist, uh, Donna Perry. DJ, great as always. Again, thank you also for being uh, a cooperative as we were trying to adjust schedules. So That's great to have been, but glad Eastern you're Europe. back. But thank JD, you, D. You, yeah, you did just tremendous coverage. Um, I hope tough one. your listeners, un- right, under tough conditions. But extraordinary. This is a very, sadly, though, it's a very historic um, you know, conflict. And um, I, we don't know where it goes. And I think your listeners are lucky. You know, you were gutsy, you went and boy, and you brought us some very compelling interviews, by the way, um, Thank you, DJ. with those yeah. um, refugees and, and those people. So um, hats off. It, it, it was very compelling coverage. And we're, we're very grateful that you did it. Thank you, Dean. We'll talk to you again. Talk soon. Thanks. Portion of the program brought to you by the Coesit Inn. Check them out on the website, dipetro.com, the Coesed Inn, or Rhode Island tradition since 1977, located 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge, whether a nice dinner or even just appetizers. There's always a great crowd. You can link directly to them, and gift certificates are available, the Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, remember, you can always listen online at our website, dePietro.com. Check out the website, dePietro.com. We have original, unique, exclusive stories, videos, content, all our links to social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's all right there, and that's also the best way to reach me. Log on at the website, 
D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com, DePetro.com. To check out our website, DePetro.com, DePetro.com, which is sponsored by and brought to you by the Centerdale Revival Comfort Food and Cocktails, located 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Shane and his crew, what a wonderful job they've done. Winner of several Rhode Island Best of Awards, Best of Rhode Island Awards, the Centerdale Revival. Delicious food, cocktails, a lot of fun. Stop it and see them, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender bender, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired, 401-272-3340. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. Now, while you're there, uh, there's a lot of exclusive stories. Folks, we cover stories the rest of the media ignores. It's real news, whether it's video that we're out at a crime or a protest or various things that are happening, plus other exclusive stories that we break log on at the website that's also the best way to reach me by the way if you'd like to get in touch with me just scroll down a little bit you'll see a a button that says contact john you can also support the program you you can also get some great merchandise in the shop right there at dipetro.com and it's all our links to social media whether it's facebook so you can watch facebook live or also twitter or youtube or instagram so take a minute, and then also we have some great sponsors there as well. It is a happening. Check it each day. It's depetro.com. Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway. How do you know it's Brothers Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate, 401 588 Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brothers Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal, 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. Look for them on Facebook. Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway. Four zero one six eight eight zero five one seven.